Hello, and welcome to the first official interview for the State of Flux newsletter. I am super excited to be talking with my good friend, Television. Tilla, thanks for jumping in here. Thank you. It's an honor to be number one on your podcast. And, yes. You know, I think Flux is number one, so I'm, I'm just happy to be here with you guys and discussing some exciting topics on the cutting edge of, you know, the creative field and creating. So glad to be here. Yeah. Only problem with having you come first is we're starting at the top. So where do we go from here? You know, it's going to be hard to get, get that up. But uh, yeah, so just for those people listening, a little bit of background. Tilla is a phenomenal digital artist. Uh, he's created some 3D music videos for some of the biggest acts in the world, including Nicki Minaj, David Guetta, The Game. He's also a co-founder of Lil Bitcoin, who's the world's first decentralized rapper. And he's the man behind one of my favorite projects out there right now, which is Blank Canvas Comics. Tilla, do you want to add anything to that intro? Did I miss anything you want to touch on there? Yeah, I also put out the first ever GIF mixtape cover in 2003. I have the first GIF mixtape cover on the internet. Nice, nice. Oh, always a trendsetter. <laughs> little little Nutella fact. So just sprinkling that in there. I think that's a, the first time that I have divulged that information. So you heard it here first, folks. Nice flux breaking new news. Yeah, that's actually a perfect segue to the next thing I was going to say, which is one thing I've always respected about you and loved working with you. And obviously we've known each other, collaborated for a really long time, is you always seem to be ahead of the curve. And you're never afraid to get familiar with disruptors in the creative space, like whatever it is to make your art the best it could be and to improve your process. And I think you're really a trendsetter in that. And that's why we thought you would be the perfect guest to come on here and talk about how you're using AI currently. So to start off, how did you first get into AI? When did you first start using it? I've been scouring Instagram for inspiration for the last six or seven years. I've noticed emerging art trends end up on my feed just because of the people that I follow. So anytime that I see an art form that I don't understand how it's made, it is purely magic at that moment. Because I don't know how it's made. It's just I'm seeing something and I'm like, I don't know how they made this. And that's the purest form of enjoying art is when you don't know how it's made. It's just your, it's the essence of whatever it's trying to come across. It's like watching a movie and you don't know how the visual effects are made and you're eight years old. You're just enjoying the movie. That is Luke Skywalker. He is in outer space. So when I saw AI for the first time, it reminded me of the first time I saw 3D art, independent 3D art, because previously 3D art had, you only see it in movies. So when you're on Instagram and you're seeing people do little 3D, you know, uh, experiments and little videos, and this was in the early, like 2010, 2011, 2012. Like, what is that? Like, I'm only used to seeing visual effects in film. What is this? Just this random three second video that is, you know, kind of cool. And then you start seeing dozens of them. And then you realize, oh, this is something new. Digital art is is developing these tools that were only exclusively available to film studios are now in the hands of independent artists. And this is what they're doing with it. And I recognized that and I became one of those artists and same thing for AI. So I start seeing things pop up that I'm just like, how are they doing that? It's all data driven. And I don't know where the data is coming from. I don't know how they're processing the data. I don't know the process of how to do it. So I'm just enjoying it at that time for maybe a year. 
like all 2022. I'm just watching AI art and I'm like, this is interesting. I don't know how they're, where they're getting the data from and how they're processing it and how they're turning it into art, but it's really cool. And then the results started progressing to get so good that you couldn't ignore it. You were just like, I have to get into this because what these people are doing is becoming competitive to what I do. And I need to make this tool part of my tool belt. And uh, so I, I found a friend who was uh, really into it. And he offered to give me the roadmap to, to show me how to get in. And, and his name is uh, Techie Tree. So shout out to Techie Tree, my guy, uh, John, Jonathan. Um, because sometimes it takes a, a friend or somebody that's in this to pass on the knowledge. So I think I, I have to give him props for uh, uh, fathering me into this space because it can be a little intimidating. So I suggest anyone out there that's into AI, find a friend who's into it and see if they'll give you a couple tips to you know get your foot in the door. For sure. And did you just jump right into making art? Did you do a lot of like research on your own before? Were you just kind of... Uh feeling your way around before you said okay this is going to be the first thing i did or did you just start working on stuff for yourself uh immediately i did some research around mid journey and i knew that mid journey was the easiest to get into or at least that's what i had heard it was a matter of joining a discord and doing a couple of things so i was at my friend's house rapper king chip if you've heard of King Chip before, he's a friend of mine. And I was at his house and we were both talking about AI. And I said, I think it's pretty easy. You know, you just join a Discord. Let's do it. So in about 20 minutes, the two of us at midnight, one night, just joined the Discord. We went through the couple steps. And within a half an hour, we were creating using MidJourney. And we were, we made several mixtape covers for chip that night just you know the first thing that we made was amazing where i was like just add a title to it it's done so it really made me realize ai can get your brain going and you could do some brainstorming or if you hit it right on the nail you could get a final product so it's all possible and it was really mind-blowing for the both of us sitting there and experimenting and uh that was my first my first couple steps into AI and getting getting deeper into it. And that was at the end of 2022. Nice. You touched on something there that I, I find super interesting. And I, I feel like a big knock on AI is that it kind of takes the creativity from a human perspective out of the, the process, right? But you, what you just said right there is that, you know, if you don't get the prompt or whatever, the final product that you want immediately, you got to get creative like it's almost like it's a different kind of creativity do you find that as a creative professional ai has made you a better artist has it opened new creative avenues for you absolutely i don't know if it's made me a better artist or it's made me a more enabled visionary i don't know it because an artist you know it's i don't know it's it's so hard to say you know because I could see people just removing the whole wrist action that you do when you're an artist of drawing and painting 
or whatever using your Wacom tablet or using whatever uh, Procreate or whatever with your iPad. I could see this, you know, uh, art transitioning to something that's completely text-based, which yeah. would make us, you know, my my lifelong training of my wrist and my, you know, careful, careful movements is a lot less important when I'm sitting there, you know, doing this. But so in one way, I'm not b becoming a better artist. I'm becoming a new kind of artist or I'm removing the middle land, you know, between my brain and the final result of the vision being out there. There's just no need for that center part of hours and hours of laying layer after layer of color until and then put the black line on and then boom, your picture is done. That kind of art, it's it's not helping that. I don't think much. I haven't been doing much of that. So it's been it's been more of I have ideas and now I have this thing that can bring my idea to life. I just have to explain to it. So it gets me to my vision faster. And when I get to that end, end result, there is art there. And in that sense, I've become a new kind of artist, but not through the, the, the ways that, you know, I was trained growing up. So it's an evolution. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of evolution, that brings up my next question, which is how are you using AI today? I use AI as a network of tools that kind of create the ultimate tool belt around me. So I've got Midjourney here. I've got Stable Diffusion here. I've got ChatGPT on my tool belt. So I've got this massive tool belt. Or, or you could even look at it like a patch bay in a mixing, in a recording studio where it's like you're patching in, you, you know, like let me take ChatGPT and plug it into to Midjourney and let me take Midjourney and run it through the Stable Diffusion. So you kind of got this crazy patch bay of all these AI tools and you can mix match them. You can see what they can do together. I mean, some of them offer their APIs. You can work with programmer or developer to create a new tool and a new kind of thing. And I'm just trying to figure out how to best use these AI tools together now, not just let me get really good at mid journey or let me get really good in stable diffusion or, you know, one of these things, it's how do I get them to communicate together to be a more, even more powerful tool. So I'm really uh, just exploring at this point. That's where I'm at with AI. It's just like a lot of us, we're just explorers out here figuring out what works, what doesn't, what you want more of. And it's exciting to explore, but I can't really say that I am the expert on all of this because I don't think many of us Many of us are. I mean, even the headline that I saw this morning was the founder and CEO of ChatGPT called this eight moments in AI. This is our printing press moment. And previously, I've heard it compared to the birth of the Industrial Revolution. So, you know, people are calling it the Industrial Revolution. People are calling it the birth of the printing press. And so these are all very exciting terms that we just want to find out more. So it's ex exploration, research, and development at this point. I don't think anybody should be settled. Like, I know exactly what AI is and I'm using it for that. Like, dude, there's, there's a thousand new apps came out this week. A thousand. So it's just, there's a lot of exploring to do. 
Yeah, it, it's wild when you think about the fact that, you know, we're so used to everything just kind of processing so quickly now and advancing then, and the rate of advancement is so incredible now, no matter what you're talking about, that we kind of forget the fact that things need time to kind of ruminate and, and find their way. And just because something is happening now doesn't mean that's the final result of the way it's going to be used. And like you said, I, I, I really think AI is going to be, as a tool, something that supplements and enhances other things that you're doing creatively. And it's just going to really help improve your process as an artist, whether it's something, you know, maybe when you're making a pitch deck, like, and I should have mentioned this earlier, Tilla and his brother Dane are our partners in Metaverse. So we, we've been talking about using AI-generated images to help us with pitch decks and and mood boards for clients to start really honing in on what they want before you guys work your magic and, and actually go out and build it. So it's just so exciting to think about what it will bring to the process for me more than what AI images do and even ChatGPT and any other AI application. It's it's not necessarily the ending output of what they're going to be bringing, but it's what it brings to the process, which is what I'm most excited. Hey man, imagine what the printing press has done for creativity and the spread of ideas. Now just think of like what that is in 2023 and how that's going to change the world. So I'm just as excited. And I think that uh, keeping an open mind as to what AI is, you know, a good idea right now as we're learning. Yeah, for sure. And do you feel that AI has created more opportunities for you as an artist to make money or even just have a better return on your time as an artist? Because there's so much emphasis on how AI is destroying artists' career. And what I tend to say to people when they, they bring that up is, well, it depends on how the artist looks at it. Like there are, you know, somebody like yourself who has spent a lifetime really honing in a craft. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, AI is going to do this now. It's like, it doesn't have to be that way. Right. So yeah. what I'm interested in, and I think a lot of artists can benefit from learning more about is how they can use AI to better their position as a professional artist. So they don't necessarily need to work a day job. They can create more opportunity for themselves as an artist or a creative. Yeah. I think that anybody that says anything like that, I feel like they haven't used AI at all because if you use it once you immediately see the application because who couldn't use it for creating a mood board around a film that they're creating or something, you know, if you're a film creator and you've ever tried to write out a screenplay or tried to make a storyboard, like you try to do that using AI, like a mid journey or something. And immediately you're, you see the application of, oh, this just made my life so much easier. So it's, it's very obvious once you start using the tools and that's what it took me was using the tool to realize, you know, the application for it, you know? So I don't, I think that any naysayers out there should ask themselves, have I actually used AI or am I reading something online that's affecting my opinion? And, you know, I'm speaking about something I really don't know too much about and I'm making a lot of assumptions because before you make any assumptions and before you assume too much, try it out and see 
if there's any application for your life. And, you know, if there's not, then, you know, I'd be curious to continue hearing their opinion and, and why they don't see any application for it when the rest of the world is calling this the the in birth of the industrial revolution and, and the and the you know the printing press and all of this. Why do they see this as a, a, a culture changing, world changing moment and you don't see any value in it? So, you know, it's kind of like you may be your bias or maybe you're just a, afraid of technology or or uh, maybe you're worried about, you know, the Terminator or whatever. And those are all valid reasons. But, you know, I'd be curious to hear that on a person by person person basis, because I think, you know, um, if you keep an open mind, you can see an application here and you can see how this could be uh, benefit everyone. Dude, that's a perfect way to look at it, too, because something you just said, the application in your life, you know, because I think it's also important to keep in mind that somebody might look at somebody who's just making an Instagram and creating these mid-journey prompts or whatever and saying, this is my art. Somebody who is a tradi more traditional artist might be offended by that. They might be like, look, I spend all this time, my entire life dedicated to getting good at something. Now you're just putting some words into a prompt. That's not art. But like you said, application in your life. Yeah, it's very flexible. You know, I use ChatGPT for story writing. Somebody else is using it to write out their grocery list. My brother uses it for farm technique, farming techniques of what's the best way to split wood. You know, like this, this it just how how does it affect you and how can you get creative in using it? Uh, I've seen people use AIs in, in ways that I haven't even thought of, and um, I mean, I I've been thinking of creative ways of using it. That, you know, I'll tell somebody and I'll think that, oh, I figured it all out myself. And then when they hit me something, I'm like, whoa, I didn't even think about it like that. So it's really it's interesting. It's like a game or something, you know. One thing that I like to do in ChatGPT, for instance, my big thing is when, when I'm story writing is I put my character in a scenario and then I have ChatGPT uh, give me five ways that the character will handle that scenario. Say if it's an escape or something, I'll say, how, how does my, my character has a rope and he has, you know, uh, he has, he has, let's just say he has a rope and he's surrounded by five villains. Give me five ways he can use the rope to escape the five villains. Yeah. And it'll give me the five ways. I'll tell chat GPT. Okay. In one action packed paragraph, combine those five ways into an action packed escape scene. And uh, with a twist ending that would surprise me. So I'm not only just getting one, I don't have to just choose one of the five ways, but I can take all five ways and combine them now into a, something that not only would I not have thought of those five ways probably, or, you know, it just gives me those options, but now combining them is into like a super idea that nobody would ever think of and then throws a little twist ending on there. And then now I just have one option for an escape that is insane. And then I can do that two or three, four or other times. And now I have four options to choose from that are all insane. So I've just leveled up my story writing. And with the same tool that I'm doing that, someone else is coming up with their grocery list this week. Or So it's, it's amazing that we can use the same tool for these different applications. And it's a completely different journey for different people. 
think the thing that we keep coming back to here is process. How does it help you in your life and your process? And I think you are uh, an amazing example of how a true artist, because I do have no doubt in my mind that you are a true artist. You're one of the most talented guys I know. And, and you use AI so masterfully in your work so that it still feels like Tilla. You know what I mean? It's still clearly your art. It doesn't feel like it was created by any anything that you used AI for infringed on who you are as an artist. So thank you again for uh, for doing this interview, for being a part of our first official interview for the State of Flux. And uh, any closing thoughts you want to give people? Yeah, I just want to shout out Flux for being cutting edge with it. Always, you know, striving to do things that are different and cool. And not only that, but being stand-up guys and awesome people. So, you know, that's my favorite people to rub elbows with. So thank you guys for giving me this opportunity and keep pushing the boundaries and uh, looking forward to this podcast we're rolling out. And ha I'm happy to be in these first stages. Awesome. Thank you, man. You know, it's all love. You know how uh, highly we think of you over here. So anybody listening here, don't forget to follow Tilla. You can hit him on socials. He's on Twitter. He's on TikTok. He's on uh, Instagram, obviously, uh, it's just at television, T-I-L-L-A-V-I-S-I-O-N. So uh, shoot him a follow. You won't be disappointed. All right. Thanks, Tilla. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. The future is bright. Let's go.